Hello, I hope you're having a wonderful week. Welcome to Flawed But Called Society podcast, and I'm so thankful you tuned in today. I hope that today's message just will inspire you or hit home for you to encourage you wherever you might be, whatever day of the week it might be, whatever month, whatever year you listen to this in, that you will find some kind of encouragement just to keep the faith, to keep your chin held high, and you can look forward with faith and trust that God has something so incredibly remarkable for your life. Um, Today, I was blessed just with feeling inspired with how good God is, with how good his plan for my life is. And I know I touch on this a lot that he works all good, all the things to good to those who love him and and how he has just full protection over our lives and, and full purpose for us and how he He has us destined to be what he's created us to be and how he just kind of guides us and aligns us. And it's all really, really great. But sometimes in life, I feel like I'm like, hello, God, are you there? (laughs) Remember me? Remember my purpose? Remember I'm supposed to be doing something? Remember I'm supposed to feel like I'm achieving something or, or doing good things? Do you ever feel like... Sometimes you get lost in the mix and you feel like you're not accomplishing anything. It's really hard because our society really pushes achievement-driven goals and has us just striving for more and more and more and, and accomplishing and how much we can do. I remember when Pinterest became a big thing and instead of inspiring me, it made me feel like the worst mom in the world. <laughs> it was like, whoa, Susie over there is making, you know, mozzarella sticks turn into ghost buddies for the lunch. And, you know, that home looks so perfect. And wow, I can't believe how they've, you know, catered that party. I mean, it was just this constant, like, if you didn't perform in a certain way, you weren't as good as someone else. And I had to withdraw myself from that thinking that God's blessings don't always show up in the same way that we expect them to. Sometimes God's direction for our life doesn't show up with him giving us a roadmap. Sometimes it's through our mistakes, through our trials, through our mess ups that we that we get on the road we're intended to be on. Sometimes God will use the unthinkable in your life to produce your biggest celebrations. And so I think sometimes we try to put God in our little box, right? We try to just get him into our level of thinking. And like, I know I've, I've touched on this before in our podcast that, you know, sometimes we think if, if you've getting, you've gotten a blessing this week, then that's from God. And if you're having a terrible week, then Satan's just attacking you and how sometimes that's the mess up. Sometimes it's, it's, God's blessing for you to slow down and and maybe you had to get that sickness and had to get that cold and had a clock out of work just to slow down and just reprioritize your life. Sometimes God works in ways we don't understand. And it makes me go back to how he distributes his knowledge and wisdom to us, how he distributes his, his blessings to us, how he distributes our next steps to us sometimes don't always come as clearly as we think. 
I used to work for a law office. That was my nine to five before I got into network marketing and came home. And, and so every day I clocked in and clocked out and I worked for um, an elder law attorney and we would prepare estate plans for um, mostly elderly people who were getting their finances and orders and just kind of getting all of their their things lined up for what's to come after they passed. We'd create wills and we'd create these trusts and, and we would talk through what kind of kids they have and, and what kind of money they wanted to pass down to their kids and what kind of charities they wanted to give to. And, and we would create these plans that would come into place that after they were no longer here on earth, that their legacy could continue. And there used to be this trust and, and a most common one would be that if, you know, uh, two married people had three kids, they would just distribute all of their assets equally to their children. But then there was a certain kind of trust that you could make. And what it would do is say, hey, I want two of my children to get all of my assets outright, just in one big chunk. But this kid over here, this kid, well, he, he's had issues in the past with drugs or he's had issues in the past with um, blowing through money or he's not as mature as the other two or he's not as trustworthy as the other two. And so instead of giving him a lump sum outright on um, just my death, I want a trustee to manage his account. And even though he's going to get the same amount as the other two, and it's not an unfair advantage or an unfair blessing, even though the amount is equal to the other two, his is going to distribute in a way that looks a lot different than his siblings. Maybe it would take $1,000 a month and give him $1,000 a month over a course of so many months instead of, you know, 10000 straight. Maybe it was for him to um, get the the thousand dollars a month, but only some of it could be used as cash. Maybe so much of it had to be put into a savings account. Maybe it was um, smaller amounts, or it had to be used in a certain way, or you know, it was it was filtered through all these different guidelines. It started making me think that sometimes I compare myself to other people and it's not that I'm getting less of a blessing than them it's just distributed differently than theirs was and because it's different I feel like God has left me out or forgot about me or isn't showing up in the way that I expected him to and sometimes I have to have that real talk with myself just shame on you first of all shame on you for only running to God when it has to do with an overflow of blessing Shame on you for getting frustrated when you feel like things aren't going just as planned. Who ever told me that that was how it was going to be? Where did we start to think that God was just our fairy godmother and just made our lives easier when we turned to him? I don't know where we got that mentality, but it's so wrong. And sometimes I find myself frustrated at God for no reason. I should be frustrated with myself and my limited thinking putting him back into my little box. But sometimes I feel like what I do is I discredit God's goodness for my life. I discredit what it is to be a beneficiary of his grace and his love and his mercy. I, oh, I underrate 
how big the blessing is just because it came in smaller increments than somebody else's. I could, I could see when I was creating these forms and these legal documents for these, for these client of ours that, gosh, that must feel unfair. Like the brother must be mad at the sister or things like that. Like I, I would think of these things like, oh, that would cause a fight, right? No. And the craziest part is it wasn't because they loved them any less. Our, the parents would sit at the table and explain to us, this is going to be for the best for him. Because I want to see him succeed and I want him to have my money and I want him to have the assets that we've worked our whole lives to accumulate. I want him to possess what we have. But I want him to enjoy it in the best way possible. So because of that, it's going to look like we're restricting him. It's going to look like we're holding back. It look, it's going to look like there's so many rules and regulations. But it's not because he's any less loved. And it's not because we want to hold back from him. We want him to experience it in the best way possible. Because we know if we gave him 50000 he might go buy the latest sports car and blow right through it and not have anything to say for it. But if we give him $1,000 you know, a week, then we know we're going to set up his family for more success and they'll be able to save and be able to get on their feet and, they, and be able to make better decisions. I want you to look at God as the trustee. He wrote this plan for you. And it might look different than so-and-so's down the street or your neighbors or the, the other moms at the school or, you know, your family members or your siblings. It might look different than your best friends and, and your marriage might like not be the same and your kids might not act the same and, and your finances might not look the same as someone else's. But it doesn't discredit that you are part of the prize, you are still a beneficiary, that he still has your back. It might be distributed different, but it's nothing less than anybody else. And I wanted to encourage someone today because sometimes we get so caught up in comparison. We get so caught up in not even just how other people look or how their kids behave or things like that, like just like, like, face level comparison but sometimes I feel like we question God on how he's distributing his power and his grace God why am I not as gifted as this person why can't I succeed like this person why can't I get through with this person why can't my voice be heard like that person am I alone in this Or can you relate? Do you find yourself frustrated and you're in the middle of blessing and you don't even realize it because your frustration has taken over? I often wonder if we're missing out on our inheritance as we speak simply because it was distributed differently than we wanted it to be. We have to sometimes let go of the reins of controlling our lives as if we're God himself. 
If we're going to trust God and if we're going to say that we love him and we want what he wants and we trust his plans and we're going to have faith and we're going to have this, then we can't control the way that our lives turn out. We can't take back the reins and say, well, I, I expected a blessing by now. I expected things to be different by now. To me, coming from a family that, you know, always was fighting to make ends meet and always giving their life for ministry and watching my dad, you know, be a pastor for pennies, really, not not accruing this big, you know, trust fund that's going to be able to be passed down. When I would prepare these documents, I used to think, wow, these kids are just so blessed. They have no idea like just how great this would be just to be past all this money. But I also saw how so many people were so upset with their inheritance because it didn't come the way they expected it to. I don't want to lose out on my inheritance simply because I can't control it. I want to know that my father knows best for me. He's going to distribute what I need when I need it. And if I want to live by faith, then I have to have faith that if I don't have it right now, then that means I don't need it right now. And so I just wanted to encourage anyone listening today that it might come different and it might look different. But that does not mean it's any less than that God still has your back, that God still has something so great for you, that God has prepared an amazing plan for your life. And he has all the little details and all the big details figured out. And he knows you. He knows you better than anyone else. Can you trust his blessing? Can you trust his instruction? Can you trust when he's giving out and overpouring over your life? And can you trust when he's withholding? Can you trust in little? And can you trust with much? Are you trustworthy of the inheritance he has for you?